This is the Fertility Hour, where couples learn how to improve their fertility naturally. Join Charlene Lincoln as she interviews leading experts in the fields of natural fertility, holistic medicine, and preconception care. Fertility Hour is where you'll find evidence-based strategies, tips, and resources to help you when trying to conceive. And now, here's Charlene Lincoln. Okay, welcome. So anyways, I am really excited. We have a very special guest. I'm honored to have the founder and partner of CircleBloom.com, Joanne Verkylin is and I did I do that okay the last name you did awesome awesome. thank you so much circle plus bloom was born out of Joanne's passion for helping women overcome stress and infertility linked to stress she was diagnosed with PCOS in her late teens and was told that having a child would be very difficult for her She had two very different pregnancy experiences, but now is a mom to two happy, beautiful children. Awesome. Congratulations. We can stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's that's all you need to say. No, exactly. Joanne delivers the guided meditations you'll find in the Circle Plus Bloom programs, among other things. She seeks to advance mind-body awareness and as a contributor to the fertility community and conversation in the United States of America. And I would think globally at this point. Yeah, um, we are actually, we do have a pretty strong global reach for mm, sure. That's been from the beginning. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, welcome. And I just, you know, I wanted to say again, um, giving fertility treatments when I discovered uh, your guided fertility meditations, I would just play them in the background because why not supercharge the fertility treatment. And then we're going to talk about it. Why not for, you know, supercharge your life with these fertility guided meditations. And it looks like you've expanded um, on, on the product line because um, fertility issues is stressful, but life is stressful. So thanks for (laughs) supporting us (laughs) that aren't trying to have a baby because yeah, it's, it's a little overwhelming out there. So thank you, Joanne, for, you know, giving us your time and, you know, welcome. Um, you know, you had PCOS and uh, you, ha- it says you had two very different pregnancy experiences. Is it because of the guided meditation that you used in one of the pregnancies or, or you know, tell us a yeah, little bit so, about that. Sure. And, and so when I, I guess what I meant by that more wasn't so much after I conceived, it was leading up to conception. Actually, both pregnancies, if I were to just you know, look at them, look at those, uh, you know, eight months, nine month period, I would say that they were actually very similar in terms of how I felt and what I, what I went through, which wasn't, which was, I was lucky um, to have very, you know, easy pregnancies, easy relative. Um, But no, it was um, leading up to that in the conception period, you know, when we were first married, um, we had this term going around that, that we would use between the two of us and say, you know, we're ready to pull the goalie and, and, <laughs> you know, you're young and you're just married. And so I was definitely on birth control, even though I just had no idea, you know, what I knew I had PCOS and I had had it at that point for about 10 years. And, um, so I, I, in the back of my mind had just didn't know what was going to happen, knew that they knew that there could be issues. Um, but within six months, uh, of w- the goalie being pulled, um, we conceived and conceived naturally with no issues. And it was kind of a, oh my gosh, like that was 
awesome. <laughs> you know? um, ideal, right. Ideal, Smooth. Right. Because uh-huh. so, we just, we weren't really trying. We weren't, you know, I wasn't uh, tracking when I was ovulating. I wasn't upset when I got my period. There was just no stress. It was, mm-hmm. let's see what happens. It was like akin to, I hope opened up my, my, the palm of my hand. And I just let the butterfly land and I wasn't, you know, grasping at it. So that was my experience then. And then when we wanted to have our second child, completely different mindset, completely different approach, completely different grasping, wanting, um, uh, trying hard, uh, figuring out when it would make sense for us. And and you can, the stress, like, you know, starts whirling around and swirling in. And I, you know, can remember being in the bathroom at, at my, at my work, you know, with pregnancy tests and walking out and dejected. And that went on for a few years. Um, Um, and in between, and I also got pregnant two times in between that both ended in miscarriage. And, um, it was, a it was, it was a full on, like, it just altered my perception of my life, of who I was, even though I had a beautiful, healthy, at that point, you know, two, three-year-old it. So secondary infertility, I'm always so like sensitive to when women are going through it because, people think, oh, well, you already have, like, but, you know, who are you to worry and you can't complain and all these things. No, it just doesn't work that way. You know, when your body is telling you, when your mind is telling you the desire for as many children as you want, like, you know, what, there's, there, there should be no restriction on that. And so uh, it was a completely different experience and very eye-opening. And I ended up going on Metformin, which, you know, had a, it was interesting. I had a my, my second miscarriage came within like a two month period of time before I successfully got pregnant. I was, and my cycles are all over the place. So I didn't know when really I was ovulating. I was all over the place. So I also am very sensitive to other women with PCOS because I just know how frustrating it is and all the other side effects, the fun side effects that come with PCOS. Um, but, um, but after, so, and it was within that, it was like my body was clearing itself of something, you know, just that's what my intuition told me. Like, it was like, it, it was very sad, of course. And then, but it was like, my body was just, I don't know what, but, and then I, I was using metformin, which is a, a becoming a more, more, the Clomid did nothing for me, but, but metformin with the PCOS seemed to balance things out. Anyway, got pregnant second time, beautiful, healthy, two girls, so um, and that was it for us. And, and, but so if I, if I can, I'm, I'm talking a lot, but this story then is linked to how I got to circle and bloom because after I got through all of that and we're holding, you know, our baby and, and I had a, my best friends started to go through it. They had gotten married, you know, a couple of years after us and their first child came. I think they got pregnant fairly easily, quickly the second child, not so much, longer periods of time. She was starting to question, going to doctors, unexplained infertility. Um, they ended up going through IVF and IUI, but just seeing her from a, like more of a distance and, and being, um, I, I could see what she was going through in the stress and the emotional wrap. I'm like, God, that was me. Mm-hmm. That was me. And now I realize, and, and so stepping away, and I've always been interested in the mind-body connection and my husband and I would talk and my husband totally agrees with all this as well. And he's like, Steph is, go- you know, her name is Stephanie is she's all wrapped up. She's all stressed out. And your body just as an emotional trigger, the stress, it's like just tightens everything up. And 
she, she did get pregnant with, through IVF and then their second, so they have four children and the second two both came through adoption. And since that time, you know, she's as old as I am. So, you know, late forties. So like the past 10 years, they have used no birth control. And um, so anyway, it's, and so I came through that and I'm like, all right, this is something that I can do for her. And then it became kind of this business idea. So that's mm. kind of the birth of not only my two children, but then the birth of Circle and Bloom, which it's like one of the best things I've ever done. I don't, it's like, it's like, I'm so emotionally wrapped up in it. That mm-hmm. It's hard for me to extricate and say, you know, so. Yeah. It seems like so it's your, pa- it's your passion. It's your yeah. mission in life. Um, I mean, that's amazing when something comes out from a deep personal experience and then someone you really care about, you talk about your friend, Steph going through it. I mean, there's a lot of heart and soul in, in what you do. So, I mean, you know, Tell me about that. Like you've had a lot of success stories. I, I, I'm on, you know, I've been on your website for the past several years and I read some of these stories. I mean, these are women who struggled. Their fertility journey was a roller coaster, right? Like most yeah. of ours is. And it's almost um, as, as much as I believe in that mind body connection. I mean, you go to a fertility specialist or they should be more called IVF specialists because they don't really exactly. deal with like all the fertility stuff. And right. they start telling you all the things that are wrong with you lab test wise. And then that starts affecting, you know, the, uh, the mind and the spirit. And then it really shuts things down, but it's amazing how much it can really affect things. Um, because you're, you know, these are women who've talked about multiple failed IVFs. I mean, just going through multiple miscarriages, using your program and kind of reprogramming their thought processes, doing the meditations, and then having these amazing outcomes. Right. Right. It's, it is still jaw dropping to me when, when we receive these emails so full of heart and like gratitude to us. Mm-hmm. And it floors me. It almost, it gets me so emotional. I sometimes don't even really know how to react. Like I, because I don't take, I, I definitely try not to say, Oh, well that was me. I don't, I, <laughs> I can take credit for that. Yeah. No, that is not. I mean, but at the same time, I'm, there's almost like a barricade I have up against it a little bit. Like you can take a little bit of credit for, for creating these programs that these women are having just incredible success on. And it, the reason, and I was just able to connect the dots. I was able to connect the whole body of research that talks about the stress and fertility connection, which, you know, Google it. You can look on our website. There's all kinds of, all kinds of studies. In fact, just taking stress in and of itself, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of information out there and you, you'll hear, you know, there's just, there's, it's becoming such a focused area for health. But the AMA, for example, says that they estimate 80% of all health issues, 80% are related to stress. Um, And so when you think about that and the impact, so you've got that and you've got that component. And then the other component I was able to piece together was this idea of using, and I don't use the word hypnotherapy because what we do is not technically hypnotherapy but it does enable you to connect into your unconscious, your subconscious, which, you know, they say is really what guides the body. 95% of 
what you're experiencing both day to day and within your body, emotional responses, that's all subconscious. So it's 95%. They estimate the other 5% is like your thinking rational brain, Mm -hmm. but what's really guiding your day to day decisions, you know, those gut, those, those gut feelings, how your, how your body, like even your heart beating, it's all subconscious. And so I've always been interested in that. And so, so enabling to then, um, you know, basically enable yourself to talk within, to give yourself and to, to open those lines of communication um, can clear so much, you know, and they talk about repressed emotions and how repressed emotions, you know, i.e. also stress, you know, that, that, it, you know, manifests itself as feelings of stress today, but it's mm-hmm. like this repressed emotions. And, and I will tell you, I'm the a number one, um, you know, person that talks about, uh, repressed emotions because I mean, it's, I, you know, I've never really talked about it on a podcast, but I had, you know, my father died at 12, you know, I, I was blessed with all these things early on in life, but my father dying, you know, my mother turning to alcohol, um, the, um, you know, these, these were major life events that, that I know manifest within and whether or not that has caused certain issues. I know it has, I mean, otherwise, you know, and so it's a matter of pushing those emotions up. And I do believe a way to do that is through tapping into this, you know, relaxation, being able to communicate with inside your body. And so that's Mm -hmm. why I firmly believe that we can do this for all sorts of health related issues. Um, Absolutely. I mean, Dr. Eva talks about studies with um, severe cases of endometriosis being linked to past sexual trauma, Right. you know, so, and, and, and in Chinese medicine, a 5,000 year old science of medicine, they, they have always recognized that emotions create 70% of disease, emotional imbalances. There you, you know? go. Yeah, I, exactly. and I so agree with that. And so how can you then take that information? Like, I think that's actually really good news. Like, I'm mm. like, well, that's something that you can actually modify and mm. help yourself and take control over. Because I will yeah. tell you, you, go to any either IVF specialist, or, you know, or any doctor trained in Western medicine, you are just handing over and you're handing over your power to them, right? What can you, you do to manipulate my body to, to exactly. do something? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So you're not empowered. You leave everything up to them as individuals and they're flawed. They don't know all the answers. They may claim that they do, but they don't. Everybody's different. Everybody's going to react differently. Your belief system comes into play, you know, and and so you want to talk about the placebo effect. That's all belief system and being able to heal yourself, which I mean, is amazing in and of itself. The body's innate ability to heal itself, which is, I firmly believe is, you know, reason why I get so many success stories, right? And then, um, and, and then so combining all that together and saying, I have control over that. And I, you know, I can take this, this information and think about ways, you know, and that's, that's what our, that's one area of what our programs do. It gives you a tool to enable to do that. I also talk about journaling and talking with other women that are going through it, all these ways to just say, I need to get this up and out because what you're going through, if you're going through this pain of infertility right now, is that you're in a downward spiral and it's all, so it's compounded. Not only do you have repressed emotions, we all do, but then what you're going through is adding to that and it's creating a toxic environment inside where everything's tight, the blood is not flowing, you're not breathing deeply, you're not accessing the 
ability for the body to heal itself, to bring balance to the hormonal endocrine system, and to just allow things to happen, opening up your palm and letting, you know, it's just, mm, that's, I love that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many messages that we kind of create in our heads and I'm just sort of echoing, you know, what I've heard is if the body's not functioning to create new life, then you're somehow broken. So talk to me about how these meditations, are they negating those messages or kind of tell me like a little bit more about what, what's right. going on in the background? Um, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. So our program, so there's, there's, uh, um, and I worked with, I worked with both I've, um, REs, so reproductive endocrinologists. There were one, there's was one in particular that I reviewed all of my scripts with to make sure that, especially on the IVF side, but then Dr. Bernie Siegel, who's New York times bestselling author, he's been the mind body guru since the mid eighties. He's, he's on our board of advisors and he's helped me. He, his specialty has always been in oncology, but um, so I just say that because again, I was able to piece together these things, but I had, I, I asked for support to make sure what I was doing was going to be, but the, so the programs are, are kind of broken down into three things. First is you, you, you basically get yourself into a really relaxed state. So the, the 5%, the rational mind, the ego is kind of quiet and you can, you know, you, there lines of communication open up when things get quiet up here, all those, that chatter. So that, that enables you to get into that relaxed state. And then we do a guided visualization of specifically what your body should be doing during that time of either the cycle or your medicated cycle or whatever, whatever program, whatever protocol you're going through. So every day is different and it tracks to that. But then at the end, we also offer up an emotional release part of the program and that enables you to, because what happens is, you know, that the emotional side of this is so all encompassing. And I will tell you in the society today, you are extremely lucky if you've got somebody that you can trust, you know, uh, and, and really enabled you to open up your emotions to talk about, to let it out and to, to exercise it and to, to, to think about it in different ways and to just... I, I think what happens is that we just bottle it up and we just march on and we're just, we're going to do it. We're going to get pregnant and all these emotions I'm feeling, I'm just going to put it down and not, you know, not deal with it. And, and those emotions of jealousy of seeing birth announcements on Facebook, you know, people, you know, it, just terrible, insensitive advice because people, I mean, not only men want to just fix things, your girlfriend does too, right? They're like, well, why don't you just do this? Uh, oh, God. I remember yeah. having a miscarriage and a cousin at Christmas, she, uh, you know, I, I had just had a miscarriage and a cousin at Christmas, she starts talking to me about IVF and I was thinking, well, I can get pregnant. I just can't maintain the pregnancy. But I was like, but I don't even want to have this conversation, conversation right now. with you. Yeah. You know, Right. It's, you know, they're, they're coming from it from a standpoint of, ah, you know, you could do X, Y, and Z or what, what are they're mm -hmm. not, you know, not understanding truly what you're going through. And, um, you know, the holidays are always difficult. So, you know, to, to, again, going back to that whole idea of repressed emotions and being able to work through them, journaling, listening to your intuition, strengthening, and that's an area that I'd like to um, write about more is how to tap into your intuition and strengthen those lines of communication again. So you can really start to understand yourself from the inside out, you know, and my friend, Roseanne Austin, who's um, she does webinars for us on a monthly basis for our, um, our subscribers and our customers. And, and she, she approaches fertility. She's a coach and she's like, damn it, let's use this 
let's use this as a, let's use this time in our lives, even though it's one of the most painful things we're going through that we've ever had to go through. Let's use it to just turn our lives upside down and come out of the other side, better, stronger, um, whether or not it ends with a baby or not learning from yourself, becoming more comfortable, becoming, you know, understanding a much deeper level who you are. And I just love that very positive, like determined, empowering approach to going through this process of infertility. Um, Joanne, I mean, do you think if someone wasn't, okay, so you have a very receptive audience that's getting that message. They're already listening to your program and that 95% of the subconscious is getting nurtured every day so that when she says something like that, I feel like your heart is like more open and you can go, yes, because if you weren't working on that subconscious level and this woman was like, I'm going to be a cheerleader and tell you, yeah, even if it doesn't, it's kind of like, ah, uh, you know, because maybe all your trauma and all your the inner chatter is just too loud that that message doesn't even seem like something you want to hear. So uh, that's an excellent point. At the, yeah. And I respect that highly. And I agree. Uh, I don't think if I were going through it, if that message was, you know, go, thinking back, that, that I don't think I would have resonated with that. I, so but I do. I do espouse it because I do think that using this time by like coming through the other side, a different person, you guarantee it's guaranteed you will. And to think about how um, to understand yourself at, a, at that deeper level, um, I think is a, is it will be a positive that you will look back on mm-hmm. as you're going through it. You're thinking that's not a positive. I don't care about, <laughs> but after the fact, you look back just like I do now. And I know for sure that I changed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, a, a couple things come to mind. I love that you're, um, you said you used to not really call it meditation because, yeah. uh, but now I mean, meditation is kind of like a common language in our culture, but I'm so glad it's a guided meditation because I mean, I've spent my whole life feeling semi guilty that I've never been able to establish a real meditation practice. I mean, I should be completely enlightened by now, but I'm not. I mean, a lot of times it's like you sit down quietly to meditate and it's just a circus up in the head. So the, the guided meditations really, I mean, it, it has a different effect on the mind, doesn't it? I mean, it's not like just sit quietly and just clear your thoughts. It's feeding the subconscious. Yeah. Uh, I think that's so important. I agree. Cause, uh, and I, I do think that, I mean, I, I practice meditation, but I'm, I don't, I'm not, it's funny cause it's ironic. I mean, I'm good at it. I can do it, but I don't feel like I'm any kind of guru status or anything along those lines. I almost need it guided as well for myself. Um, it's hard for me to listen to my own voice, but I'm starting to started to think about doing that because there's some repressed things that I want to work through and, you know, I want, I, I, there's certain things in my life that I want now, like more joy and more uh, comfort as to where I am in my, my life. And so I'm thinking about, you know, recording for myself, some of those, you know, being very specific about, okay, here is, because I agree with you sitting down and just quieting the mind. I mean, you're, it's so hard to, but I think that that's the practice and that's the practice of it. So you get up and you're like, I, that was not worth it at all. I, all I did was think the whole time, but I think it was, that's the point. It's like being mm-hmm. more aware of what, what it is you are thinking. And so you get up and you don't think anything's changed or happened, but actually it has. And so I, 
you know, I think that there's a time and a place for both modalities. Um, if there is something you want to work through, either health-related, repress emotions, or just, you know, um, but I also do think training the brain just to be quiet and to focus on the thoughts can really be impactful as mm. well. Thank you. I totally agree. It's like me saying, well, I can't ever get my three-year-old to kind of settle down. So I'll never try ever again <laughs> to try to have those little quiet moments. And that's what I'm sort of saying to the mind. Absolutely. You do. Even if your mind's like, wow, my mind's busy. Well, what, you know, what is it busy of and taking some breaths and really slowing down? Now, right. um, Advice to women who feel like they've done everything and nothing is working. Um, I mean, this is sort of what we've been talking about before, but could a sabotaging belief be what's standing in the way um, of, you know, conceiving yeah. and yeah. It's a hard general statement to make because again, mm -hmm. knowing the audience, it's really hard to say, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's your problem. And so just go work through that. And, you know, we've seen that happen and, and we've seen the very positive effects of it. But I think as you're knee deep into this, you know, journey and day to day, it's more and more difficult for you to say, well, this is your sabotaging belief. And so you got to change that. I think you got to go even deeper and say, okay, I need to accept who I am today. I need to accept where I am. I need to find gratitude actually in where I am today, um, which is really hard to do. I understand, but it's like going to the root of the, like the, the base, the foundation from which, you know, and, and if you study any kind of, you know, kind of this idea of, like attracts like and, you know, kind of at the quantum level, how your thoughts are vibrations and things like that, which I'm, I'm starting to really dig into because I find it really fascinating, um, you know, where, um, you know, where this like attracts like and everything's energy. And I, so to, to embrace that and to say, okay, I need to be at the level of the answer, which is not easy. And I don't even, I wouldn't even know. I would have to really think through as to how even to help our subscribers do that. Like the, because, it, but, to, but to be at a vibrational state and to be at that level where you're happy um, at the end result. So whether that's having a baby, being as happy as, as you would be um, now. And again, appreciating how hard that would be, but I guarantee that that shift in your energy and in your focus could make a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that is, um, well, I think that's something you need to, you need assistance with most of us do. And, and kind of going back to that same question, um, you know, if, if you're listening today and, and you are doing everything and you kind of think, well, I don't know if this would really help me. I mean, studies have shown, I mean, is there anything else that you, you said that the AMA was saying that 80, that, um, that they were saying stress affects like 80% of chronic health conditions or that was sort of the wording of it. Um, right. But I mean, I guess, is there any kind of like statistic, um, other statistics that you can talk about as far as fertility goes, um, it, you know, because you said on the website there were some st studies done yeah. in relation to fertility. I'm trying to think um, whether that's um, 
I used to know, I used to have a lot of these things off the top of my head. Um, but there was a study done uh, by the University of Emory that looked at the link between stress and infertility. And I want to say something like two thirds, you know, there was the control group and then there was the, the, the group that went through cognitive behavioral therapy. So they were able to really witness and understand their psychological state and understand how this, how stress was impacting them on a day-to-day kind of emotional basis. So they, they could, you know, influence that whether through it was their own, whether journaling or their own meditation or whatever it was. I think that there was, uh, and this is a, an Ali Domar, Dr. Domar, who's in Harvard as well. She's done a few studies that looks at the impact of exactly what I was just saying. So mind body techniques as it relates to Distress. I want to say that the impact was, you know, improvement in pregnancy rates of, you know, up to 60% or, you know, there was significantly, mm-hmm. and don't quote me on the 60%, but the point of it was, it doesn't matter what the percentage was. It was significant. The point of it was, was that it was newsworthy. It was um, definitely a, um, a line in the sand, you know, it was, it was statistically important enough that it was published and it was peer reviewed. And um, so there was two different studies and this dates back now, probably 10 years that these studies were done. Um, and it's funny because actually we're working with the University of South Dakota right now, which I'm really excited about, to they're using our programs in conjunction with a few other modalities and have, um, they, they did a small test that showed statistically significant results. And now they're going to a broader test. I think they're trying to get a, as much as 100 women in the study, the second round. But the first round definitely showed, you know, really high numbers of, um, of feeling better. I don't know if it was rating pregnancy at that point, but it was like just feeling in more, feeling in more control, like all those feelings of, you know, um, uh, feeling more positive about the situation that people were in. Anyway, so uh, I'm really proud of that. I think in the next year we'll have, um, we'll have firm statistics as to how that particular study um, has, uh, sh- has uh, shook out. And I, I'm proud that they are using our programs mm-hmm. as, as, as a conjunct, you know, as a component of that study. So it will be pretty cool to see the results. Oh, absolutely. I look forward to that. I don't need that study to come out personally because I've just seen it right. time and time again, you know, it's just, and what does it hurt? Like, what does it hurt? The only thing it would hurt is maybe, you know, taking some of some time, you know, but that's not hurt. That's giving yourself time. Yeah, but I don't even want to minimize it that way. It's not like what, what does it hurt? I mean, it's actually extremely powerful. And I, I just think it's just a missing piece of the puzzle if someone's not implementing it. Yeah. And, and like we said, we're not saying, you know, suddenly you need to sit down and, and, you know, um, build up this meditation practice. It's like, no, you lay down, you relax, you feel better, and you're getting fed these positive messages. I mean, honestly, I started trying to get pregnant at 40. Uh, one year into it, getting my period, I went into a dark place, and I was like, gosh, look at me. I was always like talking to other women, and I spiraled so quickly. I really needed something to adjust my inner thought processes on a daily basis because it, it was just amazing. Um, Another study that Dr. Domar talks about a lot is that they rate the stress levels and feelings of anxiety of women who are going through infertility as high as if you've been diagnosed with a life-threatening disease like cancer or heart disease. I mean, it is not impactful. Okay, so, so cancer diagnosis, infertility, same yeah. reaction internally. 
everything closes I down. Mean, I know. I mean, that's. And I'm telling you, the numbers are only going to yeah. get worse in terms of the numbers of people experiencing this issue and people don't talk about it either. And that's another component that I feel is really too bad. You, they, you shut it down. They don't want to talk about it. It's really hard to mm. talk about it. It's hard to find people who know how to even react. So friends don't, you know, if they're not going through it, they don't understand. Um, we're very we're, painful, very isolating. Right. And exactly. I think that, and you know what, the conversation is now coming up into this very like public forum. A lot of celebrities like um, Gabrielle right. Union just came out. I think she's had like eight miscarriages, um, wow. several fi- um, failed um, IVF. So it's like kind of these high profile people are coming out, Tyra Banks and, you know, other celebrities are saying, no, actually, we want it to be something that we can openly talk about. A lot of women, a lot of couples are suffering privately, and it's um, it doesn't need to be that way. It's nothing shameful. You're not doing anything wrong. I mean, right. it's just um, so anyways, that that's a, a great positive change. Now, um, one thing is, um, I want you to, can you tell us um, your uh, website? Because your website's amazing. And also there's, isn't there a sample guided meditation yeah. on there? Yeah, so try it out. I mean, it's completely free. Uh, just go to circlebloom.com. Um, the homepage is actually like where you'll see, you know, start today. You, you know, it's just literally two steps and you're in to either download it or, and all of our programs are accessed online. So you can, from your iPhone or iPad or whatever, you just, you know, log in. And with, that was a recent change. We used to be the downloading this huge mm-hmm. file. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The big zip drive or something. Yeah. New website, new way to listen. And it's, it's awesome. I'm so happy about that. And we're trying to figure out other things we can give to our, um, give to our, we also have, a couple of other free programs. Um, there's a program for cancer that's free. Um, and there's a program for if you've experienced a miscarriage or loss, um, you know, you just have, that will always be free. I will, you know, it's just one of those things I, you know, <laughs> felt strongly um, that we just need to support our community that way. So um, that will always be free. Um, and yeah, and, you know, the programs are, you know, there's like six hours. So if you download the natural psych or not download, but access the natural psych or the IVF programs, you know, every day is different. They're like about 15 minutes in total per day. Some, some of our customers listen twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. Um, and like you said, have it on in the background just to reinforce the concepts, reinforce that the mind body connection. And um, yeah, we're, as I, I think it's come through that I'm, I'm very passionate about it. You know, cancer is another area that I really want to explore like breast cancer awareness month. You know, we've all our cancer programs are really discounted and, but infertility is really where we've started. Now we're adding Mm -hmm. other modalities, but we also have things like, you know, changing your mindset, um, thinking about weight loss, thinking about sleeping better. Um, sleep is so important. Um, we kind of forget about that through this, you know, what's, what's in your toolkit, sleep, sleep, sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, get yourself one of those sleep masks. I can't live without mine now. Oh my gosh. Yes. Out the light. Oh, I, I go into my own little cocoon and I sleep so much better with that eye mask. Um, and so sleep is so important journaling anyway. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff, tons of articles, research. We were posting once a week, at least. Um, we have and a the testimonials. Group. Those are very and inspirational. 
I Those know. are very inspirational. You're like, oh my gosh, that person went through, I mean, just a roller coaster yeah. of, I mean, of page, different things. Page, and, upon page upon page. It's, you yeah. know, we've influenced and had over 30,000, like 40,000, I think now women listen to some form of our program across the world. And I'm, you know, it's like, I'm just wow. blessed. I'm so I'm just blessed. I want to, I want to continue to grow it, just getting the word out there. So I'm, I'm very happy and grace. I'm very full of gratitude to be on this show. I mean, that's oh, yeah. kind of what I'm trying to do more and more is to continue to, to get the word out as much as I can. We've spent eight years. We've, you know, eight years. And wow. I, then I must've kind of been, yeah. In the first couple years uh, yeah. of the program, because well, now I think you. it's definitely been like six or seven years ago uh, that yeah. I came across it somehow. Um, and if anybody wants to reach out to me personally, mm, it's yes. simply Joanne at circlebloom.com. So J-O-A-N-N-E with an E at Circle Bloom. Our company name is Circle and Bloom, but we just truncated it for the URL, but I don't care. Circle Bloom, Circle and Bloom. But circlebloom.com is the, is the email address, Joanne at Circle Bloom. Please reach out. Any question, anything I can do for you. If you have any, any, anything, just reach out. Be happy to help. Oh, thanks so much. Um, let's see, before we kind of wrap it up, I want to, um, do, well, let's, if we can kind of end it on, on this, and, unless you want to add anything, do you have a favorite fertility affirmation you can share with our listeners? Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I do. Um, and I, I would just, you know, with breathe in, breathe out, it's like constantly just, as you breathe in, just think, you know, love and acceptance for who I am and where I am today. Breathe out. Breathe in love and acceptance for who I am and where I am today and breathe out. It's like honoring you, your body as it stands today, regardless of where you are in your journey and letting, just trying to let go of any, you know, the, the two biggies three biggies, shame, guilt, jealousy, like breathe in that pause, like breathe in love, acceptance for who you are opening, like, and, and like visualizing just opening like the whole abdomen area, the whole like reproductive, you know, the b bottom part of your body, just and visualizing just easy blood flow and energy moving throughout the whole body internally and then breathing in that, that kind of idea of love and acceptance for myself, breathing out any kind of negative emotion. I get the thing, if you can just call, like come back to that modality and meditation, you can do that anywhere, anytime. Quieting mm -hmm. the thoughts, quieting the body, and then just opening at the same time, opening to the acceptance of what is today, which changes your vibration a bit to be a slight more, you know, just ups, ups you, um, increases and, you know, ups your kind of, um, you know, you're on the emotional scale from fear, maybe, uh, lack those feelings of lack and shame and fear up upwards to, okay, quiet, you know, um, and increase your, your vibration. So I, I hope that that mm. helps, but it helped. I helped me. I feel, <laughs> I feel more open and calm. And if I could get on my soapbox for a second, I mean, if you're listening and you go, Oh, I'm so busy, I can't do this. I, this is what I suggest 
is you remove that Facebook app off your phone and uh, maybe don't check it anymore through the holidays. Believe me, those friends will still be there. You do this instead. This is feeding your mind with amazing, amazing messages. And then check out of the social media stuff. I have High five. I, I don't miss it. Exactly. <laughs> I do not miss it. And, uh, and then, you know, you'll cruise through the holidays just in a different headspace. And, um, yeah. And that's what I wish for everybody. I really do. I, uh, there's no lack, you know, the, the, if somebody announces that they're pregnant, it doesn't mean that that, you know, it's like this, this yeah. looking at it, believe me, I've been there. I know it. And I still go through those feelings about different subjects. And that's why I was referring earlier. You know, we're all like, I'm always figuring out what's trapped inside. I'm going to pull those out. And so I can be the best person I can be joy you know, full of joy, full of light, high vibe living so that I can be the positive influence to everybody that kind of is in my life. And so that's what I hope for, for everybody. So. Yes, that's a great way to end it. Thank you so much. That was so wonderful. So uh, www.circlebloom.com. Please go check out the meditations and thank you so much for doing the miscarriage meditation. Please don't minimize if you've had a miscarriage um, people always, when I had a miscarriage, people would say, well, how far along were you? And I know they were trying to calculate in their mind, how devastating yeah. was this actually? Oh, it, God. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You were planning that child for a long time. It's devastating. Please heal from that. It really helps you conceive to heal from a, a miscarriage instead of just kind of pushing your body um, to try to conceive again without, I mean, you, that seemed to resonate with you, Joanne, you, you get that. Oh gosh. Yeah, please. It doesn't matter. It's it's, no. (laughs) So yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Blessings to you. Thank you so much. And and can, can I invite you on again and we can continue the conversation at another time? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. So, okay. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the fertility hour for being one of our loyal listeners. We would like to give you free access to a special report called Restore Your Fertility Naturally. Inside, you'll learn about an eight-step all-natural process that's helped hundreds of couples conceive. This is one of our most popular reports, and you can get free access by going to fertilityhour.com forward slash report. Again, that's fertilityhour.com forward slash report. Go there now, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Fertility Hour.